Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Ready today is um, we're going to do the phone call today. No filling up the Google sheet. Got to be the first caller. Anybody wants to ask questions, please raise your hand. We've been doing Zoom or conference call for the past eleven years. Ravi. Praveen? Hey, yes, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead, Praveen. Okay. Can you hear me? Go ahead. Yes, I can. Go ahead, Praveen. Uh, yeah. Uh, I got an OPT RFE uh, by saying that a letter from your employer, CPT employer, that includes the uh, employment employer name, date of employment, number of hours you worked uh, per week, mm-hmm. position held, and all this stuff. Uh, I have different employers in my CPT uh, where I did mm-hmm. not work uh, anywhere uh, in my CPT. Um, mm-hmm. So can I can I keep this as unpaid internship and submit letter? Yeah, even if it's unpaid internship, CPTs are allowed to have unpaid internships. Yes. Okay. So can I keep that unpaid internship and submit? But I would definitely would not respond by myself. I would have Mm -hmm. a lawyer respond to the RFE response. Okay. Don't do it by yourself. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Will uh, will you guys have? Yeah. My colleague is going to send a list of appointment. Try to make an appointment with Philippe in our office. His name is Philippe. Okay. Okay. Got it. Sure. Thanks. Sir. Next person, please. Roja. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking. So yes, I do have same problem. Like uh, I got an RFE. So they asked mm-hmm. to provide the complete list of all addresses where I lived in, uh, where enrolled as F1 student, and come mm-hmm. last three bank uh, monthly statements also, three month statements. Mm-hmm. In last mm-hmm. three months bank statement, my address is different, which I did not update for college. Because it's not my are problem. You, are you in the day one CPT colleges? Yes. Yeah, they are targeting the day one CPT colleges. So the reason is that they don't want to give it to the OPT for the day one CPT colleges. That's the reason why they're issuing all these things. Okay. okay. So, so... De- definitely you still need to respond to the RFE. But uh-huh. you need to be, I would still want a lawyer to respond. If the address is not updated, you can always say that you know, I didn't update the address in the bank statement, but I have the driving license. So, your your which where is your university and where is the address though? Uh, so my university is in Kentucky and my address is in NC. Uh, but thing is, like uh, the address I gave to USCIS is a uh, ten miles away exactly from my address. What is there in the bank statement? But where were you staying though? Uh, I'm staying now at present in the same address. No, at the time when you were going to the college, at what address were you saying? North Kilna or Kentucky? 
uh, North Carolina. Well, you'll have to make all true statements there, though, and then explain it that that it is a online system and hybrid system, whatever they tell you. Uh, so then... I do. I do have the uh, lodging uh, information and travel document, so that many, I can provide. How many days you stayed there? Uh, I stayed for three nights. Three nights. Uh, I mean, twice. I you need, you know, people go to colleges five days a week, ma'am. Okay, but anyway, these colleges, Kentucky colleges, they only require three days for every semester. You don't okay. have an option, but you need to be prepared to have a plan a B. The reason is that there is a chance they may deny your OPT because of the day one CPT universities. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay. okay. Uh, so, oh. Next person, please. Yeah, my colleague is going to give a link to a lawyer. His name is Philippi. He's the right person to respond. But you need to have, there is a chance that they may deny the OPT guys for all the people, for some of the people who are going to day one CPT universities. Next person, please. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, thank you. Uh, just one question. Like uh, I filed my H4 EAD, and at the time of filing, I was in US, but now currently I'm out of US in Canada. So, is there an issue? No, only H4 EAD. You already have the H4 approved, is right? Yes, H4 I have approved and it's stamped also. So <laughs> yeah, no, I don't see any problem whatsoever at all for you to get the EAD approval, even though you're not in the country. Oh, okay. So one more thing, right? Any idea on the processing time at Texas Center? Because my Anywhere between two there. to six months. Next two question. six months. Okay. Thank you. Sandeep? Hi, Rahul. Um, I went from H1 to B2 end of uh, August. And last month, I got new uh, job and uh, they filed H1B in premium. Um, now got an RFE and they responded as of uh, 6th of October. And today, USCIS online status shows premium processing clock was stopped on October 18, uh, 2023, which is today. And then, but my employer is saying it is approved and it will take a couple of days to get the I-797 approval notice, but I can start working as soon as today. Um, but they also gave me the dates of approval, not sure where they got these dates from. If it's a premium processing, they will get an email saying that the H-1B has been approved. Uh, to the employer or the attorney? Attorney. Okay. Um, could this mean like premium processing clock was stopped status in USA? I mean, and it, you know, you don't have to go online and go very seriously. If the employer is telling that it's been approved, though, I would rely on that rather than the USCIS online status that sometimes or many times it says error there, okay? Got it. Okay. So you're saying employers or attorneys, they have ways to confirm that it is approved. Right? No, they will get an email. We get an email. Email. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We get it from an email USCS from this day to this day, H1B has been approved. So we get an email. And that 99.999% of the time, we get an I-797 after that. Okay. Next person, please. Got it. Thanks, Rahul. Yeah. Hey, hi Rahul. So I have a question like my mom visited me on August 18th on visiting visa and uh, mm -hmm. initially she, she thought of leaving on September 15th. So she informed the same to the POE and they updated the I-94 and we are not and she didn't return actually she extended our stay and I am not aware like we have to apply for the extension. So what can be done in this situation? So 
September 15th is the I-94 expiration date. And she stayed beyond that period of time, is that right? Yes. She came I on know. August 18th. Yeah. Previous time, how long she stayed in USA though? She stayed for five months. And she came and after five years. So last time she came five months and this time she... Five months she stayed and then she came after five years this time? Yes. That's very hard. They only gave for one month. The problem right now is since the I-94 has expired though, she has to go back. If you file the extension, it's not going to be of any good. And not oh. only that, when is her passport visa expiring? Not passport, the visa. Oh, her visa? Uh, one second. It will. It doesn't matter when it is expiring. Normally, when you get the visa, you get for 10 years, ma'am. Okay? So yes. that visa is no longer valid. Even if its validity period says it's valid until 2028, it's no longer valid. Your mom has to go for stamping again. Uh, okay, yeah. It's on 20 March 2027. It is, it has, it is. It's not valid mm -hmm. anymore. Your mom has okay. to go for visa stamping. Okay. So when she, in, but when she's returning back to India now, it will not be any problem. Right? No. Is she going back to India? It's not. And try, try to send her as soon as possible. The reason is that if she applies for the stamping again, if they see that she violated for a long period of time, she won't get the stamping. Okay, got it. And in the DS-160 form, she has mm -hmm. to mention about this, that she overstayed. That's the reason why she's applying for the visa stamping. Otherwise, the council officer will think, why is she applying for the visa at all? Okay? Okay, got it. Next person, please. Shape. Oh, yes. Um, uh, hi, Rahul. So, my, uh, I, I've been doing uh, second master's at Devon CPT University. And mm -hmm. uh, due, due to like, low GPA, I've been placed on academic probation. Uh, mm -hmm. They're saying if my GPA doesn't improve, they'll terminate my service after this October 29. So, did uh, they said they're going to terminate it or did they terminate it? Effective October 29. Yeah, effective October 29th, they're terminating it. Okay, keep going. I'm listening, keep uh, going. So, uh, yeah, um, after that, I tried to contact a couple of universities to see if they'll transfer, but they said they wouldn't. So, uh, what, what is the best way? Uh, is it they, to uh, leave the country? So, what about, what about getting a fresh I-20, though? Can you get a fresh I-20? Uh, I, I have I-20 valid till October 29th. After that, I know that. So when you try to go to the different mm -hmm. universities, they said they would not transfer. Transfer is different than giving a fresh I-20 so that you can go outside the country and come yes. back in. What did they say about it? Yes, they said that I, I can go... Uh, I mean, leave the country and come back with a new visa. Okay. Uh, but I, I would need a new F1. Uh, you don't, your visa has expired. Oh, I see the point. If the visa is expired, unfortunately, that's the only thing. And if you go for stamping, you're not going to get the stamping. Though. Okay. So you don't have an option, but you have to leave the country. If you go for stamping, you're not going to get the H-1B stamping. Have fun stamping. Next person, please. Manasa? Uh, one last... 
uh, I had so so I mean my uh, wife got H1 and uh, can, can she ah. sponsor H4? Absolutely, right. and you need pilot before October twenty ninth. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, next person, please. Nana sir. And if you want to, you can give an email address to our team people. We can send you for the H four. We can we can work on with with you on H four. Next person, please. Manasa, go ahead. Yes, yes. Good evening, uh, Rahul. Good evening. I'm on H one B. Yeah, Manasa, I'm on H one B, and it expires in two thousand twenty five September. Uh, my mm -hmm. question is, um, I'm currently not in project, and due to some personal reasons, I would like to go to India and come back like next year after six months maybe. Uh, so mm -hmm. would that be a problem for me to come back after six months? How many years of H1B you have used until now? Uh, it's one year. I got picked in uh, last year, like 2022. That so my H1B is from last okay. October to 2025 September. Okay. You can come back anytime in the next 90 years. Yeah. But you need to get a fresh H1B and come back. Why not 91 years? I expect you to be dead by the time. Yes. Yes. I've, yeah, I've seen this from one of your interviews. So my problem is like, uh, so um, as I'm not in project currently, so after six months, uh, would I need a fresh fresh H1? If you want to come back from India, are you going to come back with this company or a new company? Most probably the new same company, company. right? The, the same, same company. company because... Also, you still need an amendment, ma'am. Okay. You still need an amendment, okay? Yeah, meanwhile, uh, like my spouse uh, is not willing, like he he requires to, like he wants to stay here. So in this case, so I no, cannot I let him stay. stay here, right? Yeah. What do you mean? You cannot let him. What are you going to do? Take a gun and take him? Well, he I cannot mean, stay. I, I mean, when you, he cannot stay, yes. Technically, he cannot stay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but your relationship with him is fine, is it right? No problem. Yeah, it's fine. But um, oh, okay. uh, my problem is like my younger daughter is in India, so I would like to go back and get her. That's fine. Uh, so so you, you you have to tell him you no, know, he can't stay in this country while you go to India now. Next person, please. Okay, thank you, Vijay. Vijay. Hello. Uh, hey, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes, Vijay. Go ahead. Hello. So I I have a EB one C filed recently on a concurrent uh, basis. It was filed on April 14, 2023, mm -hmm. and I uh, I got the EAD card. Actually, I had a EB two before, which was uh -huh. some time ago. Okay. And my EB when I got the EAD card, I got it even before my EB one 140 approval date. But okay. in the EAD card, uh, in the EAD card, I have a C 90 category. And my mm -hmm. I-140 number in the EAD card was from the EB-2. Okay. okay. And now, like, after after I got the EAD card, I got my EB-1-140. I-140. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I-140 approved. So, my question is, like, uh, you know, one, can I use this uh, EAD card and, you know, it is a combo card with advanced parole. But it has the EB-2. Okay. Okay. You can ignore it. It's you are not getting I. You are not getting EAD for an I one forty. It's because of the I four eight five. You absolutely can use it. No problem with it. Okay. And then, uh, can I work on any other job other than my man? I mean, along with my managerial job for any other company, sir. Yes, in, you can. In case. 
yeah you can work as a uber driver too okay although i have an eb1c like i need to continue with my mm -hmm. managerial job one along position with... should yeah. be in the high level manager position the second job can be uber driving okay sir okay this is great thank you so much yeah next person please sanikya uh, hi rahul uh, i'm sanikya atluri uh, my issue is uh, two months ago my passport was stolen with f1 visa uh, status on that after that i applied for a, a new passport and i got that to my chicago address uh, but of in the meantime due to personal reasons uh, i moved to mm -hmm. dallas uh, 15 mm -hmm. days after receiving my passport uh, my, uh, my new passport my friend in chicago sent me the passport uh, through ups to me unfortunately it was not delivered to to my residence and now mm -hmm. ups people are saying that they lost my passport they wanted me to claim some some money for that uh, i my, my, in second lottery my h1 also got picked Uh, is there any specific procedure or additional documentation that uh, should I provide? Right, uh, right now, right now, loss? right now, okay. right mm -hmm. now. First thing is that since it's picked in the lottery, though, use the second passport, okay? In combination with the first passport to apply for the to apply for the H-1B right now, because if you say you don't have a passport, you can't apply for the H-1B, okay? Yeah, after okay. you apply for the H-1B, do in premium processing, okay? Okay. After you do that. then you can go and first get a new passport what claim you are going to do it if you are going to go after the usps guys you go after 3 days stand in line for 10 hours and you will get 100 dollars yes okay should i, I not report that yeah should i not report that my passport is lost now should i report that after filing ah uh, i would do it because yet you don't know maybe the usps will give it to you because if you okay. report right now and then you go to the uscis for filing the h1b you will be in nagarka nagarka okay okay next person please okay thank you rahul ytr uh hi rahul um actually uh, after 16 years first time i am going to india uh, after my mm -hmm. after getting the gc uh, uh, i have GC. been with the same aha uh -huh, green card here yeah. mm -hmm. okay why do you need to be here go ahead um yeah uh, i have been with the same employer for 16 years first uh, first time i am going india after getting gc and in, mm -hmm. in uh, all of 16 years first time i am going so my question is uh, do i need to carry any important documents uh, is there anything green card that's it nothing else okay okay yeah thank you thank you so much damn shocked with india how it is 16 years ago and right now <laughs> you be prepared for it <laughs> yeah i have to find out where is my house <laughs> that yeah. is a concern yeah that's the only thing okay. you need to be prepared next person please hi rahul i lost my i485 receipt notice but i have the receipt number can i go do, do you your... have a copy do you have a copy of it somewhere like your lawyer no. your employment have it no i applied it myself so i have the number Okay, so can I apply for renewal without that copy? What renewal? EAD. EAD and advance permit. Absolutely, you can. No problem with it. And can I go to India and come back without it? With advance permit, yes, you can. Okay, thank you, Samir. Yeah, um, you know we are applying for a change of status. My job ended here. I was an L one and my dependents on L two, 
So in order to get, you know, our daughter to finish her academic year, uh, we are applying for change of status to B1, B2 uh, so that she can complete the academic year. We wanted to check with I-539s for three of us, me, my wife, and daughter, what additional supporting documents should we submit to USCIS? Um, you need to submit the I-94 passport copies, um, the recent status, let's say you're in whatever status you are, the status, and if you're an H-1B or L-1, the pay stubs, I mm -hmm. normally recommend that you fill out the I-539s for all of you guys separately. Have a consultation with a lawyer to go through all the questions that are there in the I-539 form. Okay. You can fill out online separately. Though. Don't fill it out for one person and put the other person in the, in the addendum. Okay. Fill out all three people and then have a consultation. That would be much better for you. My colleague okay. is going to give a link for consultation. What we normally do is that for B2s, we have a separate consultation. We have a separate list. We give them all those things. We go through all them. We know some of the questions that normally comes out. We already give those questions and answers easily. Okay. But yeah, sure. I-94, 797s, recent phase trips, if you have a work permit or if you are supposed to be working in USA, those are the things that you need to submit. And a statement sure. saying that why you want to stay in this country. Okay, that will be like a covering letter? Kind of. But if you hire us, we, for consultation, not hiring us technically, we give a draft yeah. of that too. Okay, sure. Okay. Next question, please. RK? Hi, Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Hi. Um, I'm on H1B impacted by WFR. My I-94 on my 797 is valid until January 2025. I'm within the 60-day grace period. And I have a couple of questions. Uh, mm -hmm. My first one is that my Indian passport has expired and um, I'm planning to submit my passport renewal application online. And um, I was just can wondering you, if there's a... Can you go and submit it personally though because you get these things approved faster? If you have to travel to Houston or some location, you can do it because in all this transition, you don't want passport to get stuck there for one month or two months. And you get a okay. job, you don't have a passport, you can't apply for the H1B. Yes. I am planning to apply for the Tatkal uh, process. Um, and um, yeah. they they recommend to do it by mail, even if it's for Tatkal. Okay. Um, okay, got it. So the question you I could... have is in that, yeah, in that application, they're asking if you're employed or not employed. And they also ask for evidence of, you know, what's your... Uh, you know, based on what are you here? So I'm. I only have my seven nine seven to submit. So is it okay to state that I'm not employed because that is the reality, right? Yeah. One problem that I have with the consulates of India is that if they feel if they feel you are not maintaining the status, they may not give you the passport. They will tell you to leave the country. They will tell you. They will give a letter for you to leave the country. And you can only go through Indian Airlines from either Chicago, New York, or San Francisco. They may tell you to do that. Now, I don't know why they do it. I had a big fight with the consulate. They completely barred me because their only duty is because the Mexican consulate, they don't do that. They just give, they need to just verify whether they are a US citizen or not. They don't even understand the immigration issues here. Why are they interpreting the immigration laws of US? So I had a big fight with them and they don't. You know, they don't like me, but I don't know if you say that you are not employed, 
you're in the H1B, they may say, they may not give you the passport extension. They may tell you to leave the country. Okay. I don't know if they would understand the 60-day grace period or not. Mm -hmm. So there's no other option than that I can choose on that application if I don't say that okay. I'm not employed. That's fine. Then you do that according to what you said. Do it. Okay. Okay. Anything else? So, uh, yeah, uh, my second question was that I'm undergoing a health issue in which I cannot sit down for more than 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and I have an upcoming doctor appointment to do the diagnosis and all that. So in this case, I'm just worried that in case I don't get a job in my passport, renewal doesn't happen. And if I have to fly back, um, it's kind of going to be challenging for me to figure out how to, you know, even fly back if I cannot sit. So I don't know what my options are um, in terms of requesting. Well, you can always buy a business class and sleep, though. Okay. Yeah, that is that is there. I'm just wondering about the pain factor. That is kind of very. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor, though. I, you will have to check with the doctor. Okay. Sorry about that. Okay. Next person. Hi, um, Rahul. My L1 extension um, was recently approved. Uh, I129 uh, shows as approved. However, there is also an I129S, uh, which I think was a recent change. And that USCIS mm -hmm. has done is no longer provide a stamped uh, I129S, right? So I129S is still pending. Uh, it says case has transferred to another office. Wait a minute, you your L1 is approved, is it right? I1, I129 is approved. So I think there was there were there were two petitions filed. There was an I129 filed and an I129S filed. Uh, this How is an extension of my How did you get the receipt number of both the things? Um, my lawyer forwarded the receipts for both of them. Okay. So S is for the dependent, L2. Are you speaking no. about? No, no, no. I think uh, so. I think what USCS has recently done is when you file an L1 extension or maybe an L1 for the first time. Um, mm -hmm. Previously, I remember when I had my L1 applied in the Chennai office, um, I went with an L1 approval notice, uh, which was right, an I-129. Let me understand one thing. You got the, you want, you got the I-129 approved, is it right? Yeah, I-129 I shows approved uh, on the website. I haven't received okay. receipt notice yet. It's been two weeks. Um, like but normally three weeks. It will normally take three weeks for you to get the approval. Okay. No, I've got the That's approval. I've, uh, it shows approved. Case was approved uh, two weeks ago. Um, but there was no, another... No, no. Did you receive an I-797 approval from USCIS? Immigration? No, not yet. Not yet. You will get it in a week's time. You can ignore the I-129S, okay? Okay, because I, I saw on the USCIS uh, uh, alert uh, page uh, that they have recently made a change where uh, there is also an I-129S approval notice that you should be receiving uh, in addition to... You can, uh, you can ignore that. You can ignore that. You, if, if the I-129 is approved, you will get the L-1 approval, okay? That is good enough for you. Okay, okay. Uh, one more question. So I plan to travel to India to get this stamped. Uh, my, <laughs> daughter, my daughter's I-539 L-2 
has not been approved mm -hmm. yet. It's, it's still pending. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how long it will take to approve it. Uh, uh, Did you uh, not file it together? It was filed together. Okay, not a problem. Even though your daughter did not get her I uh, the the L two extension approved, though she can use your L one approval to apply for the L two, even though her L two is not approved. At the consulate. Yeah. Okay. No, I was wondering. Uh, so she has a school going on. I, I didn't want her to travel right now. If I if I just travel and get it stamped and come back, would it be a problem for her if she stays back here and? No, absolutely not. You're just visiting India. You're not staying there, is it right? Yeah, yeah. Just just to get stamped and then come back in maybe a month or so. Absolutely, absolutely not a problem that she stays here and her L two should be approved. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, one more question, Rahul. Next, my wife. Yeah. My wife's on H one, and she has an mm -hmm. advance parole. Um. And uh, she plans why, to travel. Why does she has an advance parole? And you don't have an advance. Parole? So I also have it. All of us have it except for my daughter. Okay. Why are you going for L1 stamp? Uh, the only reason is because my advance parole is expiring in March of next year. Mm -hmm. And I may be able to travel uh, beyond that with the L1. Um, okay. So that's why why I want to use the L1 to travel. Because what if I, you get stuck I, there? I uh, why? So that's. Do you think I would get stuck there? Because I don't think I have a, something in my history that. Uh, I don't know, but I don't know. If you have an advance parole. Why do you need to go? Uh, only because I, I will be traveling okay, next. That's day fine. That's I, fine. Okay, you go and you come back. Okay, what's the question now? Oh, my second question was the my wife's H was on H one. She also has an advance parole. Uh, if she travels on advance parole and comes back, she her H one is not stamped yet. Yeah, she only got it last okay. year, and she mm -hmm. hasn't traveled on uh, on her H one or or got it stamped. Mm -hmm. If she travels on advance parole and comes back, in a later date, uh, wants to get her H one stamped, because her employer is insisting that she get it stamped. Uh, can, she, can she do it can at a, at a, at a next year? She even can, if she travels, can get the H one be stamped. Next person, please. This will be the last person I'll be handling. Next person. Uh, hey, uh, Uncle Sher, uh, so I've been hey, building my uh, EB1A profile. Um, nice. I have a decent salary for my zip code. Uh, I have done uh -huh. three judging criteria, uh, CV code yeah. with one another. And I have mm -hmm. uh, written some documentation for critical role for six to seven projects across uh, JP Morgan Chase, uh, Twilio, uh, where I've worked for the last uh, nine, 10 years here in US. Uh, mm -hmm. I just want to know if, if this is the right time for me to engage a lawyer to button up so. the even, documentation. Even, even, if, even if it's not, though, even if it's not, at least he will give you good guidance if there is anything missing, what is missing. Um, the best lawyer in our office is Ryan Wick. Ryan Wick, not me, okay? Okay. Ryan Wick. My colleague is going to give a link to you. There is an EB1 video. If you give us the email address, we will send a video. We want you to watch okay. the video. There are 10 points. We want you to give all the, the critical roles that you were in, the things that your salary and all the details, and then have a consultation with us. Not just give, sure. have okay. a consultation, and then give the details afterwards, because that will waste your time and our time. Got, Got it. it, okay. Okay, sounds good, thank you. Thank you guys for coming. The next Zoom call will be tomorrow 
at uh, uh, tomorrow at uh, 11.30. Thank you guys for coming in. Sorry, I think I can't all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day. Thank you.